Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Noir and Note podcast. Disclaimer, none of the comments or opinions expressed in this podcast are meant to trigger, offend, or discredit anyone from any race, gender, creed, or sexual orientation. This podcast is primarily focused on sharing my personal thoughts and experiences with a few dashes of comic relief. Thank you. morning, afternoon, or evening, my dudes, Joes, ghouls, gals, non-binaries, and everything in between. This is Janine, and you're listening to Noir Nope. Uh, it's the middle of the week. I hope you all are staying sane and hydrated, as well as caffeinated, because baby, <laughs> these days are getting longer, but the years are getting shorter. It's already the middle of August. I don't know where the time has gone. Next month is my birthday and I'm feeling kind of like I'm going through an existential crisis I don't know I feel like I have I should have accomplished more but given the state of affairs and what the world has gone through maybe I should be easier on myself but really I should be more motivated and dedicated but really how motivated and dedicated can you be in this climate in this in this atmosphere that we've built in the last three years after COVID, but then again, you know, it's just like a, it's a topsy-turvy <laughs> thought process that's very exhausting. I'll spare you all the details, but yeah, I hope you all are doing well. Hope you all are staying safe. COVID is on the surge again because y'all nasty motherfuckers can't stay to yourselves. So, you know, maybe mask up, stay six feet away from most people, or just be like me. Don't leave your house. Uh, yeah, so last couple of weeks have been real crazy especially in the news i don't know if y'all all been paying attention but the thing with lizzo pressuring her backup dancers and making them feel uncomfortable sexually all that other stuff is just surprising because lizzo built her platform more on body positivity and you know acceptance but she's out here saying one of her dancers who was suffering from a eating disorder of some point or sometime was too overweight and she needs to be on a diet it's like what what's going on Lizzo and then the whole banana thing she wanted to go to a banana show in Amsterdam where they stick the bananas in their hoo-hahs and eat it or the I guess the participants or the audience members eat the banana out there you know and she pressured one of her dancers to do it and a lot of people like, oh, I would just, I would have just left. I would have just, you're not forcing me to do X, Y, and Z. I would have just left. Baby, you have stayed at your jobs for less, okay? For your boss telling you you were not good at your job or you suck or whatever the case may be. And y'all stayed, okay? So keep that in mind when you say that because this is a lot of money on the line. You have to, you have to think about it like that. Especially since you're in a foreign country, you don't know what the setup is. You don't know if it's their ticket back to home is contingent on them finishing the tour or they could just up and leave whenever they want or what their money situation is. Do they get paid? How they get paid? You know, you can't think of it that way. So a lot of people were like, I would have just, you know, why would they put up with that treatment? Maybe they didn't feel like they had a choice. We're in a fucking recession. Eggs were $9. I bought a fucking loaf of bread for like eight dollars it was holla bread and it's delicious i'm not regretting it 
but you know what I'm saying shit costs money people need money 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 okay um the whole situation the whole story is very weird very bizarre I didn't look into it too too much I've just gone through the rabbit or well, now I wouldn't even say the rabbit hole I've just gone through a couple of stories watched a couple of YouTube videos it's disturbing apparently also the man that she was with who they have rumored to have broken up was just a cloud chaser first and foremost if you look at him he (laughs) why y'all keep trusting men that wear box braids in 2023 is beyond me like you y'all really trusting like what you trust in the Travis Scott's and the ASAP Rockies of the world? People who willing men who willingly walk around with box braids, ma'am. But anyways, and beards. He had a beard. Box braids and beards. B B A B. Bad combination. But anyways, his ex girlfriend came and made a TikTok and said, you know, he dumped her for Lizzo, mostly because Lizzo was you know a lot more famous she can open a lot more doors for him don't ask me what he does for a living um besides probably sticks bananas in his butthole so lizzo can eat (laughs) but yeah i don't know what he did prior but she said when she was with him and hanging out around lizzo because he was working with her lizzo was very cold to her very standoffish and she was apparently with the guy for 10 years until their relationship kind of fizzled out um the thing about that is why the hell are you with someone for 10 years ew if you're not married if your goal is not marriage i get it but honestly the way i'm set up you got a a year maybe a year and a half if i'm feeling lucky or lazy two years before i'm like okay if you're not going to the next level, I'm just going to go. But 10 years is crazy to be a girlfriend. I'm sorry. You haven't even elevated to fiance? Girl, I would have held that L in silence. But yeah, apparently he's just a cloud chasing weirdo. And um, yeah, they broke up. Apparently she broke up with him. Um, Everybody thought it was the other way around because he was like, whoa this is getting too spicy i got to go but no she she dumped him but anyways um yeah that's a weird story and i hope to never hear about anybody who wants to eat bananas out of people's tukis or pupunanas ever in my life um speaking of bananas new york about a week and a half ago was very much bananas Thanks to Kai Sanats. He is apparently like a Twitch person. He streams a lot. He plays video games. You know. What the kids like to do these days. And he decided he was going to do a little, you know, giveaway in New York City. Cool, right? Cute. Super cute. He was giving away PS5s. Microphones. You know, stuff that streamers really are into. And he decided he was going to do it in Union Square. Union Square Park to be exact. And let me just run it down real quick. I believe this Kaisenat gentleman, he's like 21 years old, 
I don't watch his, you know, his content because I'm not really in a demographic. You know, I'm like 40 and he's 21 and he streams and stuff like that. I only knew about him because Chris Shaw and Rock threw a chair at his house and made a hole in the wall. And then she was like, you're fine. You're rich. You can patch that up. Uh, typical Krishan. But anyways, um, so I, that's the only time I actually knew who he was or was introduced to who he was. And then I, I was just like, okay. But um, he popped up again trying to do a little giveaway in New York City. He has about 5 million subscribers, I believe. And for him to think that all those or at least a good chunk of those subscribers would not come through to get a free PS5 or microphones or whatever he was giving away is fucking ridiculous. So these kids, <laughs> they came through about two of them 2,000 destructive little bastards were kicking cars throwing trash cans climbing on cars millie rocking or whatever dance the kids are into these days and yeah a couple of them were caught in 4k so I don't know if they caught them or you know these kids ended up in a basement in the Bronx hiding from the cops I don't know but I know Kai himself was arrested because he kind of incited a riot. And what really annoyed me, besides the fact that these teenagers were just running amok, was the fact that he was so naive to doing this, first and foremost. We in a recession. We've been in a recession for quite a minute. And we're experiencing inflation. So what the hell makes you think? that you giving away a high ticketed item like PS5s, multiple PS5s, would not cause melee. Even in the most controlled environment, even if you rented out a space, sold tickets to it, not even sold tickets, but it was a ticketed event where you can like on Eventbrite get free tickets, you know what I'm saying? Even if it was controlled like that, it was going to get real spicy, real staticky. And I know he's like 21. Oh, he's young. Yeah. Well, if he didn't know how to run a giveaway or an event, he shouldn't have fucking did it. Or he should have consulted somebody who was an expert in doing that. That's first of all. Second of all, parents, why are you not, why are you not allowing, why are you allowing these kids to act a fucking fool? I have my location set on my phone. My mom has her location set on her phone. We know where each other usually is for the most part. Um, as soon as I went on my phone and saw my child was in Union Square at that time, if they didn't tell me prior or beforehand, and they came back home, I would knock their head between the washer and the dryer. Because it's not even if they did something wrong. It's that you put yourself in such a stupid position to be trampled. To be hurt, essentially. For what? A PS5? BT Dubs, I don't think he had any of that stuff that he said he was going to give away. I think it was just like a prank. But 
yeah watch your kids like Troy I think his name is Dustin Choice on YouTube he pretty much wrapped it up in a nice little bow and he basically said back in the day we had those it's 10 p.m do you know where your children is like right before the news will come on and my mom would joke around and say yeah she's right here unfortunately but yeah a lot of people don't know where their children are at odd times of the night odd times of the day i've seen so many people post on the citizen app teenagers missing teenagers are just popping up missing at a rapid rate and I'm just like come on parents you gotta do better you gotta know where your fucking kids are and you gotta be very I don't care if these teenagers are strong as fuck are they stronger than a bat at their knees are they stronger than a taser no okay I'm going too far I'm going too far don't tase or beat your bat your kids up with bats please please I don't want that <laughs> um but also I feel like these kids were just so cooped up this is something else that Dustin Troyce actually brought up they were so cooped up in those formidable years when COVID was happening now they're just acting absolutely crazy there's kids robbing people out here like literally two three four in a group sticking people up why I don't know because what what are you everybody's hiring get a job kid and what do you need money for really what do kids need money for clothes shoes food that should be provided by your parents so what are you getting money what do you to buy weed come on give me a break so yeah those couple of years where those kids weren't able to go to school they were remote learning i think they're trying to make up for it i think they're just running amok and acting a fool for no reason besides running amok and acting a fool so that was a whole mess nypd tried to de-escalate the situation because you know they're under a microscope with all this you know black lives matter stuff that was happening they were trying to not you know be forceful with it they were trying not to allow too much melee but when y'all all y'all hear is defund the police you kind of get unmotivated to to do your job if people are like we don't want you to get paid for your job i get it i get it i don't i'm not siding with the police in any way shape or form but i get that element but yeah they were just kind of hanging back and when it got real real staticky then they kind of decided to you know put up some arrest in but yeah it was just a hot mess and I don't understand why it had to go that route why it even had to go that far uh but speaking of going too far Alabama <laughs> Montgomery Alabama so the fight broke out because these white boys did not want to move their boat to let another boat a scheduled boat that goes on trips and tours dock so these white men with no shirts and flip-flops anytime i see a white person with no shirt and flip-flops 
usually a man with no shirt and flip-flops. I I already know what's up. I already know he's ready to tussle. So I'm staying away from you. Because <laughs> it's giving very much frat boy on the weekend vibes, okay? So they decide to jump the co-captain of the boat. And then a couple of black people saw what was going on. So they jumped in themselves. And then whole melee broke out, bruh. We had a young lass swimming across in order to get to this man who was jumped, this older gentleman. And then you had people coming from, I don't know if it's a boardwalk or, you know, the upper level of, I guess, yeah, for the lack of a better term, I'll call it a boardwalk. But you had people hopping over, trying to help. You had a man hit a couple of people to the chair. Now everybody is like, I need me a folding chair. I need me a folding chair to protect myself. I'm about to walk down the street and wear a folding chair earrings, folding chair belt buckle, folding chair. What else can I have? Folding chair. Oh, folding chair watch. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. It was just one big melee. And what was crazy is that if these white men were just rational, they would have, this would have never happened. But there's something about white men that they just don't understand no. I'm not saying all, but I'm saying a good amount. It's like they can't fathom it because at the end of the day, they're men and they're white, you know? So why can't they get it all? They've been getting it all their whole lives. So why can't they get it all, right? At least American men, for the most white American men. Uh, So they were just, they just didn't understand. And then some doofy white woman jumped in and got her ass handed to her. And another white woman went for a swim because a black woman pushed her in the water. So the whole situation... I want to say it's sad, but I feel like it's been bubbling over for quite some time. Um, thanks a lot, Trump, for bringing these roaches of civilization out in the woodwork. Because a lot of you all feel a little too gutsy, a little too gutsy, a little too bold, and you're stepping to the wrong people. And those wrong people are getting you right. You dig? So, yeah. We're not going to take it anymore. Okay? As the song goes, we're not going to sit back and let y'all ridicule us. Talk to us any type of way. And think you can get away with it. At the end of the day, pop your shit. Say what you want. But once you put hands on me, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. We're not... There's no words exchange. It's just fists. And I'm not the type of person who resorts to violence or physical violence as a primary way to, you know, resolve a conflict. But if you put your hands on me, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's it's not... It won't end well for one of us. But more... More likely you. <laughs> more likely you 
Um, so another thing that actually disturbed me is this case with O'Shea Sibley. I don't know if you're familiar. He was a dancer based here in New York City who was at a gas station in Brooklyn. Just dancing, voguing, doing his, just living his life essentially. And some teenager came and called him some names, racial names, as well as anti-gay slurs. They got into a verbal argument and then this kid decided that he was going to stab O'Shea several times. Unfortunately, O'Shea lost his life due to the injuries. What was really disturbing is that in this climate, it's just so sad that people can't be who they want to be without being ridiculed verbally or physically. If it's not a fact, I don't understand the mentality of seeing somebody live their life. It's not bothering you. It's not taking money out of your pocket. It's not distressing your life in any way. But you feel the need, you feel so threatened by the presence that you feel the need to end this person's life or even say anything to them. Like, feel how you feel. Mumble under your breath, but keep it moving. What was the point? What was the reason? Now this teenager, I think they were like 15, 16, maybe 17-year-old who killed O'Shea, is going to live their life or the majority of their life in jail. For, for what? It makes no sense to me. There's absolutely no reason for someone to take someone's life because they don't like the way they live. They don't like the way they live. That's crazy. It's crazy to me. And it's absolutely heartbreaking to me. So my thoughts and prayers are with O'Shea's friends and family. (sighs) Because it's just a senseless, a senseless crime. That you can't just be who you are without it being an issue for other people and making other people uncomfortable. So speaking of thoughts and prayers, my God, Maui is going through it. I mean, really going through it. They lost a a whole town has been obliterated by fire. And what's crazy is that there's some theories about the fire. So one person has um, posted on, I want to say YouTube. Now, I'm saying all this allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Okay. Uh, One person on YouTube stated that apparently this particular town had a lot of properties. And it was, how can I put it? It was basically a town that was self-governed, but not in that way. Just self-sufficient. They had their own businesses. It's very much, if you're familiar with Fire Island, it's kind of like that. They have their own businesses. They are off the gridish, kind of, they're kind of just a community in a sense that they don't rely on the other islands of Hawaii to, you know, maintain. And some developers were like, hey, we want to buy some part this property. And a lot of people were like, no, no, this is my, this is my livelihood. This is how we live. This is how we cohabitate. This is how we function we don't want to sh- you know we don't want to sell anything we don't want to share we don't want to do anything 
and people a lot of people are seeing the fire has been premeditated due to that and it's a tale as old as time if you look back in the history books anytime you try to maintain some self-sufficient income or if you try to make your own and developers are like they see the the profits they see the for the lack of a better word they see the the inspiration behind what you're doing and they see the vision they see okay well this is this could be marketable this could be lucrative let's get on it and then when people are like no i'm perfectly fine how things are well we're gonna set on fire now you have nothing and you have no choice but to buy out because it will cost you way too much money to build it up again we've seen this in history thousands of times black wall street there was a neighborhood that was if you are slightly familiar with new york city where lincoln center is that was a whole neighborhood that was inhabited by black and brown people that were self-sufficient that didn't need help from the outside again the outside was like oh this looks good can we you know can we dip and dive into this and they were like no all of a sudden mysterious fire wipes out the whole neighborhood fire is one of the most destructive things ever there's no recuperating from it not only financially but physically and that's why it's been used as a weapon of choice for so many things for so many people who want what you have and if you're not willing to get it they're willing to destroy it it's been happening for years and years and years and years so this is all alleged but i how can i not believe it why would i not believe it seeing how history continues to repeat itself but yeah shout out to maui if you can find a reputable organization please donate to the cause and yeah um speaking of (laughs) speaking of a lot of things but speaking of childs or children that i actually i was only speaking about that with kaisa not but this weird story about this girl named lil tay i'm only familiar with lil tay because her videos were circulating for a minute i want to say five years ago where she was like this little nine-year-old talking about i have stacks of money and you don't you guys are poor apparently she had a whole machine behind her which included her brother coaching her to be an entitled annoying brat um so for whatever reason the curtain was pulled back and it was revealed that she might have had an abusive father her mother was a real estate agent that's why this little girl was flexing in houses but she got fired because her daughter was flexing in these houses and the dad the ex or whomever was apparently financially abusing either little tay or little tay's mom or whatever anywho it popped up a couple of days ago on little tay's instagram that wasn't active for about four plus years that little tay passed away So people are like, oh my God, that's horrible. At this point, she's 14. When she started doing those videos, she was nine. 
and people were like oh my god this is horrible the conspiracy theories came people were like oh she died in this car crash with her brother oh she died by suicide oh she died because her father killed her because her parents are just they were weird and i don't trust the parents oh i think the brother probably killed her oh a bunch of theories right um i didn't know what to think i was just like uh that's pretty sad if it's true but something something seems a little fishy long story short people are saying she might not be dead actually let me do my googles right now because i haven't heard any real particular update um but we'll see well on wikipedia they're still referring to her as alive so it says Lil Tay is an American born Canadian internet personality anyway I'm gonna click on this video right now <laughs> um it's on mute it's a YouTube video but teenage rapper Little Tay confirmed she is alive after reports of her death maybe I should put it on Okay, so if you didn't hear that, it's basically this was posted five days ago. She apparently announced the fact that she and her brother are not dead and that someone hacked into their account. Um, I mean, that's the excuse everybody uses when something weird pops up on their Twitter or Instagram and it's not met with, I guess the reception that they wanted it to be met with and I say that in a sense a lot of people post stupid stuff and then they're like people respond what the fuck is this shit and they're like oh no I, I, I was hacked <laughs> what I'm thinking they were trying to do and this is just my theory just a theory okay I'm thinking that little tay or her camp or whomever tried to post this like little tay has passed away Ooh. Ooh. excuse me <laughs> so i think they tried to post that little tay passed away in order to rebrand her that's what i was thinking i was thinking they wanted to put the little tay persona to rest and they were trying to do some other things either rebrand her or they just wanted to have her live a regular life in wherever she is Canada LA wherever she's based currently I think they just wanted to dead the whole little Tay thing so that she can you know go on and you know do whatever teenagers do live their lives I assume maybe she wanted to you know work a regular nine to five or something like that and she didn't want that little Tay persona to follow her that's what I think they try to do 
The problem is they didn't execute it well at all. They should have, even though I'm not a marketing genius or have any clue as to how to market, what they should have done was did a blank post that just said Little Tay. 19 whatever when she came out when she was nine years old to August 2023 and then people have been like what's this what does this mean but the date of birth is not her date of birth it was when she was nine so what 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 does that mean is she like rebranding is she doing something new is she doing something different that's how they should have did it and then they would have followed up with another post about how little tay is completely different now a complete 180 she's doing something new she's not referred to as little tay anymore maybe just tay that's how they should have did it but faking someone's death i feel like is pretty extreme especially if it's not <laughs> pardon my pun especially if it's not a life or death situation if you're not trying to escape an abusive relationship or someone trying to kill you that seems a little extreme that's a little bit too much a little bit too much yeah so yeah that's honestly all the stories I have right now this has been kind of short it's only been like a half an hour of me talking but yeah honestly that's oh okay Ashley Olsen alright Ashley Olsen and her sister Mary Kate are like the queens of privacy shout out to them but kind of because I think one of the twins had a hand in Heath Ledger's death low key probably gave him too much coke and then he coked out but honestly the queens of privacy Ashley Olsen not only just randomly I don't want to say randomly because she was with the guy for about 10 years randomly got married to her current husband she had a baby she went half on a baby she has a son which is crazy like I used to watch Full House all the time and Mary-Kate and Ashley these little kids now are adults it's crazy to me I'm so old (laughs) we're all so old all of us but yeah I love the fact that they keep their private life private I love that about certain celebrities like Kerry Washington for the most part Beyonce um there was I don't know if y'all remember Kyla Pratt but she was on um one-on-one which was one of my favorite shows growing up she was also in Proud Family she voiced Penny Proud no one knew about her having any kids or being pregnant and people were like you have kids and she you why were you hiding it she was like I wasn't hiding it I was just living my life I didn't make a big announcement but I wasn't hiding it and I just love privacy I don't know why probably because everybody feels the need to overshare and I always felt that to be so annoying I feel like people who overshare always want to have this like look at me look at me complex 
and I am not a big fan of that for me if y'all want to live that life that's fine but it's just not something I like it's just not it's just not my life if I were a celebrity which I will never be because I don't want to be in the limelight I would love to be rich well I would love to be comfortable plus is what I like to call it but I would like to be financially well off but I don't want people to know me I don't like that I don't like that at all but yeah I just think it's really cool that she was able to enjoy her pregnancy in peace especially since quite honestly Mary-Kate and Ashley they are pretty much hobo sheep when it comes to their clothing so even if they were expecting or having kids you wouldn't know because the way they dress is always very baggy very I don't want to say sloppy but you know really comfortable (laughs) so the fact that she was able to do that and you know just be able to enjoy her marriage and her pregnancy I love that for her kudos 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 yeah but on that note it's been real it's been fun thank you all so much for you know tuning in I know I forgot some other stories I honestly just don't give a shit about them those were the ones that popped up in my head um that were the most pertinent but I wanted to talk about this woman in Long Island who was a I don't know if she was a gynecologist or she was just um a doctor that specialized in women's health or something like that um 41 years old she was married to um a guy who created an app of some sort recently had a baby um unfortunately she unalived herself and her four-month-old child in long island in a 2.5 million dollar home or one million dollar home i think it was and i want to talk about that briefly but it's so sad because it's just the woman was 41 which is not old but older to be having a baby and there's so many complications when it comes to having a baby when you're older not only your body kind of morphing into something that you probably are not a big fan of but the postpartum has to be you know bad even worse the recovery is probably going to take you a lot longer because you're not as young um even if you have a good family unit there's a feeling of isolation that you kind of feel i'm listen i don't have kids i don't want kids but i'm assuming this is what some moms go through because i'm putting myself in their shoes and if i were to give birth this is pretty much how i would feel but she probably felt isolated or alone even though she had her family or her husband's family staying with them i mean the burden of taking care of a child is always on a mom primarily at least so she probably felt burnt out didn't have many people to talk to when you have a baby it's all about the baby 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 and no one really asks you how are you how do you feel do you need anything it's all about the baby and her husband for some strange reason I don't know where he was he was on a business trip of some sort um but yeah you probably just wanted to enjoy your child with your husband and get through the ups and downs of new parenthood 
with your husband and I don't think she was afforded that and maybe she felt overwhelmed and like this was the best thing to do obviously it was not but maybe that's how she felt um I didn't want to I talked about it just now obviously but I didn't want to get into in depth in it because it's just so sad because there's so many layers to it you know but anyways hope you all had a great week so far hope you enjoyed the rest of your week and I will catch up with y'all hopefully next week yeah take care y'all bye That concludes this week's episode of Noir and Nope. Feel free to check me out next week where we talk about more random news, entertainment, and just general interest stuff for your pleasure. Until next week, guys, take care of yourself and others. Bye.